And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a look at harvest in West Central Saskatchewan. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. Harvest is estimated at about 35% complete in West Central Saskatchewan. The regional crop specialist in Kindersley, John Ippolito, says farmers are expecting an average lentil crop despite some very, very dry weather. Most of what's been harvested up till now um, that I've heard of has been uh, peas and lentils. And they're probably average to slightly above. Now, in lentils, there is kind of a range that some of them obviously are below average. But um, I think right now, guys are kind of feeling that, you know, we've kind of got an average lentil crop there. So in that, you know, 25 bushel per acre range kind of seems to be what we're most often hearing. Is that a surprise given the very dry year we've had? You know, I think... Some guys are somewhat surprised, but others kind of recognize that the soil profile was full to capacity in the spring when they seeded, so um, the crop has been able to take advantage of all the moisture that was in the soil profile. What are you hearing about grades? Is it high-quality grain this year? I think, yeah, by and large, I think we're kind of expecting that it will be high quality. We haven't had any moisture that's kind of deterred stuff. Plant diseases have not been an issue for us. So I think we're anticipating qualities going to be quite good. Talked with one barley grower that's got some harvested. I think he was okay with the sample and the way it looks and whatever. Little concern that the uh, protein may be higher than the maltsters would like. But that, again, is kind of a function of kind of a lower, slightly lower yield, which and dry conditions that quite often lead to increased protein. With such a dry year, what have been the main problems farmers have faced? Actually, you know, here has been kind of a bizarre one. I'm, disease pressure was really low compared to, say, the last few. So, you know, very little discussion about disease at all. Matter of fact, the discussion was, do we even need to spray fungicide? Canola growers here uh, about, well, up until about three weeks ago, I guess, were having to deal with uh, diamondback moss and canola and their larvae. This was a little bit of a surprise to us because, of course, they come from the States every spring so they don't overwinter here. So that was, you know, one of the challenges was dealing with them. Uh, Some growers had to deal with aphids in lentils and probably, you know, in the most recent couple of weeks, there's a few weeds that are starting to annoy producers in terms of pre-harvest or just why why are they there and how do we control them in the future. And one is biennial sow thistle. Uh, we're starting to see more of that in pulse crops than we would like. And, and kochia is the other one And in terms of pulse crops in particular and how do we get it under control pre-harvest wise and, and, and that kind of thing. So it definitely hasn't been the most challenging growing season in that regard, but we've had a couple insect pests and uh, and weed issues that are presenting some challenges and, and will present challenges and or discussions over the winter as well. When do you expect harvest to wrap up? Oh, I think we're kind of a long ways off there. I would say the majority of the canola has just been swathed in the last week, pretty significant in the last four or five days. All the cereals essentially are all still standing and growers 
will be, of course, probably in most cases, straight combine in them. So um, we're a ways away from harvest dropping up, that's for sure. Um, matter of fact, I think we'll find some growers with a little bit of a lull here with a big chunk of the peas and lentils already harvested and maybe now having to wait a little bit for the canola and cereals to dry up to the point where they can harvest them. John Ippolito is the regional crop specialist in Kindersley in west-central Saskatchewan. Cattle markets were mixed across Saskatchewan this past week, but generally showing a downward trend. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsenyuk says fewer feeder cattle were marketed during the past week across Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed last week. Canfax reported Saskatchewan feeder steer prices in all weight categories above 500 pounds. Feeder steer prices ranged from $6.12 per hundredweight lower to $3.25 higher, with the biggest gains in the 6 to 700 pound feeder steer weight category and the largest losses in the 7 to 800 pound weight category. The 5 to 600 pound feeder steer weight category averaged $207.83 per hundredweight last week. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were also mixed last week and ranged between $4.83 per hundredweight lower to $1 per hundredweight higher. The biggest gains were in the 6 to 700 pound feeder heifer weight category, while the largest losses were in the 5 to 600 pound weight category. And what are the factors influencing these price changes? Well, Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices again were mixed, but overall lower on weaker U.S. fed cattle prices, which have been affected by declining beef cutout values. And what were marketings? Canfax reported 4,132 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was down slightly from 4,183 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were mixed last week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows declined 42 cents to average $99 per hundredweight, while the price of D3 slaughter cows increased $1.40 to average $90.07 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers were lower last week. Fed steer prices were reported to average $138.53 per hundredweight, which was down $3.54 from the previous week. Brad Marsenyuk compiles the weekly cattle market update for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. And we have this notification of impounded animals from the arm of Edenwold 158, just east of Regina, near Belgoni. The arm of Edenwold, number 158, hereby gives notice pursuant to the Stray Animals Act that a brown and white mare and a brown colt with a white stripe on face were impounded on August 27th of this year at southeast 419.18 west of the 2nd Meridian, and the pound keeper's name is Bill Johnson. The horse's owner is to contact the arm of Edenwold at 306-771-2522. A picture of the horses can be viewed at www.edenwold.com rmedenwold.ca. Pursuant to Section 22 of the Stray Animals Act, if the horses have not been released from the pound within 14 days after impoundment, the RM administrator is required to give notice to the pound keeper to deliver the animals to a livestock auction market for sale by public auction. And this is dated at Falgoni this 30th day of August 2017. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus in New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit marcuson.com. A young girl received a chance to experience the life of a harvesting farmer from a special mentorship program this week. The Barbie You Can Be Anything Mentorship Program chooses four girls who want to pursue a career and gives them a chance to experience their dream career. This year, a seven-year-old girl was chosen to visit Sherilyn Nagel, who farms near Moss Bank. 
We spoke to Nagel before the girls' visit earlier this week about the program. What a cool opportunity. So the Barbie You Can Be Anything mentorship program is showcasing a few career options. And farming was chosen as one of those options. And I was chosen as a mentor for this contest. So there's a young girl that's been chosen who's coming out to my farm. And our family is going to welcome her during our harvest season. And we're going to show her what it is that agriculture has to offer. And this mentorship program is just truly something that is special for all of us to be a part of. Nagel says harvest time is a perfect time to show someone who dreams about being on the farm about what it takes. So it'll be my pleasure to show what's happening on our farm during harvest. And we're going to have lots of really great learning opportunities. We're going to sit down and just talk about what does it mean to be on our farm today? What is it that we're doing? Talk about the grains that we're growing and the food or final product that those grains make at the end of the day. We're going to do a a great field tour. There's lots of combines going, so we'll make sure that she gets a combine ride. My sister-in-law is out there combining, and she's so excited to have uh, this little girl jump into the cab with her so she can go for a little ride and she'll jump on the grain cart with me later in the day and we're going to show her you know logistically what happens to grain what happens you know we've got the drills still in the yard so we'll be able to show her the equipment that helps to helps us plant those seeds in the spring other activities included a harvest meal and even going out for a parts run Nagel feels there's a bit of a perception of a farmer that limits people from taking part. I think back when I was maybe in that seven, eight, nine-year-old category, I didn't look at agriculture as a potential for me, mainly because I didn't see how incredibly diverse this industry was. If if I wasn't interested in fixing a tractor or hanging out in the office with my dad, well, then, you know, that's it for me. I guess agriculture doesn't have uh, a place for me. But along this journey that I've had growing up on a farm and marrying a farmer, I've really come to understand how amazing this industry is and that it ha- truly does have something to offer for anybody in their interest. I, I really believe that agriculture is one of the most technologically advanced industries on the globe. And I think those technological advancements are going to help attract new and young, that younger generation that's coming in that's interested in technology. That's Sherilyn Nagel, a farmer near Moss Bank, who mentored a seven-year-old girl in the Day of a Farmer through the Barbie You Can Be Anything mentorship program. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Durham fell $15.11 at 276.81. Canola dropped 260 at 469.34. Oats rose 260 at 146.04. Number one red spring wheat went down 330 at 226.03. The rest were unchanged. Feed barley 144.29, flax 453.25, yellow peas 283.54, and feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, September spring wheat is up a quarter cent at 6.18 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574.
This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. Light run of cattle again here on Tuesday. Everybody's doing the farming thing right now. We did sell a couple hundred on DLMS. We sold Doug Hobman's calves at Nokomis. Limo Cross calves, 540 base for the first part of October delivery. They bring one or 210. The heifers bring 191 and 50 at a 520 pound base. The cows looked like they were dollars lower this week. A lot of them good cows are going to bring anywhere from 88 to 96. The medium kind of cows are four to five bucks lower than that. The good bulls, they were lower too. Lots of them starting to show. A lot of these good, good bulls are going to bring from a dollar fourteen right up to a dollar twenty-two. The yearling market, it looked like it was fully steady, maybe a hair stronger in spots. We sold forty-two, one drag eight oh four. They bring one seventy-one. We did have some eight-weight yearling steers, or just a handful, and they broke two bucks. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Hams sold 6,000 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 147 to 167 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,000 heads, selling a range of 144 to 164 per CKG. 100 index dress weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, September 1st are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 158.65, Hams Cash, 157.15, Thunder Creek Brickle, 171.86, and High Life 165.94 per CKG. U.S. cash hog markets are finishing this week lower, with Packers dropping bids an average of $1.100 weight U.S. per day for the last two weeks. Next week's holiday shortened slaughter schedule, combined with the expectation of a surge in hog supply, will likely keep the market in its current downtrend. Lean hog features confirm the idea of more downside to the cash market for the next six weeks, with October contract trading at a $15 U.S. 100 weight discount to the cash market. In addition to the mounting bearish fundamental factors, technical indicators have led speculators to exit their long positions, applying further pressure to the nearby contracts. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. Official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eavestroff, specializing in 6-inch eavesdrops for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestroff.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, a mix of sun and cloud and hazy, wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, the high today 25. Tonight, partly cloudy and hazy, the low 10. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and hazy, wind northwest 20 gusting to 40, the high 27. Tomorrow, the low 12. Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high 23, the low 8. Monday, sunny, the high 23, the low plus 5. Tuesday, sunny, the high 22, the low 8. Wednesday, sunny and a high of 27, the low 10. Thursday, sunny, the high near 30 degrees. The normal high is 21, the normal low is 6. The sun rose at 6.13 this morning. It sets at 7.44 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 24, Saskatoon is 23, Swift Current 21, Weyburn 24, Yorkton is 23. In Regina with 23 degrees, it's sunny. Winds are from the northwest, 27, gusting to 45. Humidity is 29%, the Brahmin rising 101.4. Sunny and Moose Jaw, 23. Winds are from the northwest at 28. Once again, Regina, sunny and 23. That's 73 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.